Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Vets Beyond the Uniform, a weekly podcast that focuses on helping veterans successfully find and integrate into new careers after leaving the military service. Listen in as our host and guest experts share key insights on the successful programs helping veterans to enter and thrive in the civilian workforce. For more information after the program, please visit us at VetsBeyondTheUniform.com. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. I am Mally Mancia, and I wanted to welcome you to the Vets Beyond the Uniform podcast. On today's show, we have Paul Cevillani founder of Vets Beyond the Uniform, and Dave Beadle, co-founder of Vets Beyond the Uniform. Welcome, Paul and Dave. Would you guys like to get us started on today's show? Hey, Mally, thanks. How's it going? Yeah, Mally, um, thanks for getting this going and getting this started. This is our initial um, our initial podcast for, our, for the Vets Beyond the Uniform organization, and we're excited to be able to share uh, some information about who we are, what we are, and why we believe the need of um, there's a need for our services. Dave, absolutely. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on the show here today. Um, you know, it's it's an opportunity for us to really share with you what we're trying to do and what our mission is uh, in terms of really helping the veterans not only just transition from the military service into civilian life, but actually make a transformation. And that's going to be a key distinction that we want to uh, to drive home throughout the the podcast here today. Back to you, Paul. Thanks. So as, as Dave said, we're focused on transformation. There are hundreds of transition organizations out there, and they all do fantastic jobs. Their primary goal is to transition a military member from the service into the civilian life. But we believe veterans need a little bit more. We believe veterans need to help to adjust, whether it's to culture, whether it's to job skills, to fit into the civilian world. So we created Veterans Educational Transformation Services, known as VETS, beyond the uniform. And the key factor there is we're trying to help veterans get past the uniform into the civilian, whether it's corporate, whether it's blue collar, whether it's labor, general labor, we're trying to help them be successful. Dave? Yeah, and I think the other piece of that, too, is that transformation. Part of the responsibility for that transformation actually lies with the employer, And one of the things that we've seen over time is with all these great transition organizations out there, they're getting veterans set up to get a job. They get a job, but what we find out is they don't typically stay in that job. As a matter of fact, the statistics that we we share indicate that about 45% of veterans will leave their first role outside of the military within one year. And within two years, that number goes up to 65%. So when you kind of delve into what's happening on the background of that, we've, we've found that uh, it's really due to mismatches, a mismatch on the veteran side, a mismatch on the employer side that really um, is in four areas. The mismatches are around um, 
the skills that the veteran brings to the table and the employer needs, the expectations in terms of uh, communication, structure, pay transparency, um, promotion, career track. Um, there's certainly around culture. There's a lot of uh, cultural differences between civilian workforce, especially when the civilian workforce is dominated by people who have no connection to military service. And finally, purpose. And that's one of the big things that we find with veterans after they leave the military, have a difficult time often identifying with a purpose in the new civilian in their new civilian role. So part of our mission, or a big part of our mission, is to help those employers who are really interested in uh, the success, the career success of our nation's warriors. So, Paul, back to you. Thanks. I think there's one other program that we wanted to briefly talk to you about is the designation program. Uh, as Dave said, we're working with em employers to help them um, accept and bring these veterans into their organizations to be successful. We're also working, as Dave said, to help employers build the programs. It's around what we call the six key components of a successful uh, veteran hiring and retention program. Along with that, we're working with, we've created a designation program to recognize these employers that have spent this extra effort to work and to become, um, you know, become tools to help veterans be successful. And those designations are veteran friendly, veteran ready, and veteran focused. And we'll talk more about those uh, designations in another podcast. One of the questions that comes up to a lot is, why is our training so different? Um, a lot of the transition organizations out there do offer training. They do provide access to training for veterans. And I think that's a great thing. What you'll find is a lot of those training programs are what's called, they're based on what's called MOOC. MOOC stands for Massive Open Online Courses. And there's a lot of great ones out there. You have edX, you have Coursera, you have Future, Future Learn, and you even have great courses. The MOOC, the way the MOOCs are designed, it's based on context. It's an overall perspective or an overall um, information of the subject. Our workshops are focused on content. We want to drive the content and the skills home. The one other thing about the MOOCs is there is a massive amount of material, which can be very, very confusing to anybody, not just veterans going in there, but anybody. It's like giving a kid a dollar and having them go into a candy shop. They'll come out. They're not sure what they want in there. They'll come out, and they may not be successful, or they may eat that goob stomper, but they want a Kit Kat when they get done and they're not satisfied. The way our program works is Vets BTU has 200 professional skills workshops, and these are designed based on real-world requirements. And what we do is we work with our veterans. We don't just give them that free run into the candy store. We work with them. We assign programs. We understand what they're trying to do, what skills they may have um, be lacking, and we work with them to design a program that's going to help them to be successful, whether it be along professional development, sales and marketing, communications, leadership, and management. We have all of those. The nice thing about the way we deliver this is, especially in this time of COVID, our workshop modality is delivered either via podium, webinar, or online self-paced programs for, um, for the veterans to take at their own leisure. Dave, did you want to add anything to that or... No, I think I think it's important to just kind of understand um, the the real difference there. The, the programs that Paul has been describing that really help with that veteran transition piece, 
there there's a certain kind of curriculum that most won't follow, and it, it's it makes sense if, if people have been in the military, they don't know how to write a resume, they don't know how to interview those kinds of things, and they do a great job of getting them there. Then they take the the military skill set which they have, and oftentimes that can be directly translated into a civilian job. But what we find out is literally two thirds of veterans leaving the military don't want to do what they were doing in the military. So what kind of situation does that set up? Well, that sets up a situation where you've got somebody who's had a minimum of four years of incredible experience. Every single service member comes out with leadership, teamwork, a whole bunch of other benefits, um, life experience, cross-cultural, cross-functional experience that they now have to figure out how to leverage into something that may, they may not have any direct experience in. And that oftentimes it direct, presents a real big challenge to, to veterans. You know, Paul, I think you've got a great story about kind of how what that looked like when you came out of the military. So what happened when you left the military after you know being a command E9, which is like the highest level uh, that you can attain in the, the enlisted ranks in the Navy? Yeah, Dave, thanks for bringing that pain point up. But um, <laughs> job, it's man. a good point. It's a, it's a valid point. So when I left the military, as Dave said, so here I am. I'll paint a little picture here. I was a command E9, command master chief. I had lots of people working for me. I had a master's degree with honors. Um, prior to that, I was pretty senior in the Tomahawk cruise missile program. So when I was leaving the military, I felt I was going to be, as they call it, Superman with a cape. I was going to come out. I was going to take over the world, and I was just going to be flying high, kind of saying smiling, styling, and high profiling. But that didn't happen. I looked. I searched, and um, it just didn't work very well. My first job when I left the military was pushing a bay, uh, pushing a broom at a company called Home Base, which was a Home Depot competitor. And I'll tell you, there was a lot of frustration. Um, it was just a lot of issues that just did not, um, we didn't meet very well. And it was very disappointing. And my wife was extremely disappointed that here I am, like I said, leaving as a command E9. And now I'm pushing a broom in a, in a department store or a hardware store at the lowest, lowest level you could be. So I stayed there a little bit longer and then went over to another organization, um, and which comes into our Vets BTU training purposes and that. I found out that a command E9, the skills that I had as an E9 didn't work very, very well in this new organization. It was a software development company. And I came in, my communication style as an E9 was short and abbreviated, very quick to the point. I didn't understand a lot of certain skills that I needed to have, whether it was around office management, communication, uh, human resources. And I definitely did not know anything about Microsoft Office. And it was a very, very painful, um, a painful experience as well. Overcame it, of course, and um, became the CEO and senior executive of a number of companies. But that was the purpose behind why we wanted to create Vets BTU. It isn't necessarily, as Dave said, we're not really looking at the transition component. Transition's important. And what we don't do is we don't write resumes. We don't really teach you how to wear a suit. Um, we do teach a little bit of networking. But what we do is we give you career skills. And, for example, we create programs, courses that are geared to your career goals. And I'll give you an example for one. Entrepreneurs starting out, and you have a lot of skills in the military coming out, but you may want to start your own career. Um, what does it take to be an entrepreneur? There are programs out that will teach you how to get a contract, which is great. They'll teach you how to get a license, which is great. 
but they're not going to teach you the basic skills it requires to be an entrepreneur. And trust me, let me, let me tell you, I've started up many organizations and we've learned a lot of this from trial and error. So our workshops for entrepreneurship is entrepreneurship, budgets and financial reports, marketing basics, sales fundamentals, basic bookkeeping, customer service, human resources, contract management, and of course, stress management. If you're going to start up a company, you don't know how to deal with your stress, you might as well stop right now. So these are the reasons that we put these programs in place, as well as each one of these programs, you work hand in hand with a coach and a mentor to help you make sure you understand the program, understand the material. So you're not just pushed out to the MOOC type style, of course, where you just run wild and nobody's validating that you really are getting what you want, getting what you need, and that there's an understanding of the material. Back over to you, Dave. Well, so Paul, I got a question for you. So that was that was great to kind of outline the, the types of courses and stuff if you're interested in entrepreneurship. But what if you're coming out as, say, um, you know, a 22, 23-year-old, E4, um, never been to college, um, and, you know, you're looking to try to get uh, some kind of a job right now. And maybe maybe that's, you know, in a call center or as an administrative assistant or something like that. Yeah, have, we, have you guys put together we, what kind of programs are available for them? And is there a certain structure that – Vets BTU is using in those programs uh, to, for consistency because totally understand this MOOC concept where there's just like kids in a candy store. There's way too many things to select from. What is Vets BTU doing to help kind of uh, eliminate some of that anxiety and frustration over having uh, too much to choose from? That's a great that's a great question, Dave. And so part of the process is when you come into the vets BTU program, you sit and talk with one of our coaches. We have life coaches. We have career coaches. We'll sit and talk to you around your aspirations of what you want to do. And I'm going to go back and, and for the transition programs, typically what a transition program is going to do is they're going to lift and shift. And what I mean by that is if you're infantry in the military, they're going to try to find a role that best fits your skill sets. If you're if you're electronics in the military, they're going to try to lift and shift you into an electronics role because it's an easier process. But that may not be what you want to do. You may want to completely change that. You may have worked on a ship and doing electronics, but you want to go into, as Dave said, call center. or You want to go in to do office administration. Working with the Vets BTU team, we'll sit and talk to you and find out, one, what you really want to do, two, what do you really have that will fit your career goal? And three, we'll chart out a course to help you get the additional skills that you need to be successful in this new career path. Because as Dave said, there's a lot of underemployment from veterans after the first year, and those numbers increase. Our goal is to reduce those levels of under, underemployment to make sure you stay successful. So let's go back real quickly into call center. Somebody coming out that wants to work in a call center that's never been there, we're going to find out what skills you have. Do you have communication skills? Do you know how to talk on a phone? Do you know how to deal with difficult customers? Because trust me, call centers, you typically don't get friendly or people that are really want to have a social chat with you. They have a problem, and a lot of times they're frustrated. We'll work with you, and we'll put you, for example, through that program, call center training, how to handle a difficult customer, how to deliver proper customer service. Telephone etiquettes and improving mindfulness. And as I said, as you're going through this program, these courses, we're going to work with you after each one of these workshops to make sure you have an understanding. 
And we're also going to validate that the course is still right to where you're headed to. You may take a couple of these courses and say, you know what? I don't want to be call. I don't want to do call center support anymore. I want to do something in regards to office management, or I want to do human resource management, which is great. We'll find a way to build upon the existing courses that you have and to retool and re remap you to that successful career. That kind of answer that question, Dave. Yeah. And I think one of the, that's, that's really nice about what we've done with vets BTU is we have been listening to what veterans are telling us as well as what employers are telling us. We've, we've all had our um, time in the, the veterans transition programs. We've served at several of them. Uh, obviously we've made our own successful transitions, but what we've done and we put together what we call these career success packages. And this is what Paul has been talking about. Each one of them is designed around a five module concept. And these weren't just thrown together out of, out of thin air. We have looked at and curated these courses through from our from the Vets BTU catalog and say, if you are going to be uh, interested in contact center training like Paul was just going through, these are the five courses that we feel that you need in order to be successful in getting into that career path. Now, obviously, not everybody wants to spend their entire career in content in a, in a call center, but it certainly gives you the things that you need to start. For, as I said, if you're just coming out of the military still in your early 20s, you're an E4, you don't have college behind you, this is your foot-in-the-door type of job to get you going into, your, into what you will do with your civilian career. And then we have additional career success packages that are available. Let's say you want to enhance the leadership training that you got from the military. Well, we have a leadership and management career success package, and it covers a lot of what these soft skills are that the corporate side, the civilian corporate employers are looking for that oftentimes is lacking in the transitioning service member coming directly out of the military. I like to use the term to kind of round off the rough edges of the military skill set. So it takes it from Paul's description of his experience where, you know, he had a certain demeanor and a way of, of reacting with people and, and doing business from his 20 plus years in the military that didn't fit the corporate environment. My, my transition was the same way. I spent four years in the Marine Corps um, back in the back in the 70s. And when I transitioned out, spent a decade in college. By the time I actually got to the workforce, I, d again, didn't have a reference point that matched up with what the corporate environment was looking for. So I struggled at a lot of different jobs. I went through way, way more, I think, than, than Paul did in his uh, early part of his civilian career, trying to find my footing because I didn't have that guidance. So we're trying to provide that guidance that goes beyond just getting the job and say, we want, we're, we're interested in your career success. And working on the employer side, we're saying, we're taking feedback also from the employers because these career success programs, we envision them going to be continually evolving over time as we get more and more feedback, especially from employers that we're working with that are taking graduates from our program, and we're finding out, okay, did they really need to have a creative problem-solving course within leadership and management, yes or no? And if we find out that there's no support for that, then we'll change that and put in something that may be more appropriate based on the feedback that we're getting. So I think this is... This is unique to uh, what's what's out there in the marketplace right now uh, because we are approaching it both from the veteran side as well as from the employer side. Yeah, I think the key thing, uh, that's, that's spot on, Dave, and I think the key thing is, you know, Dave and I were both veterans, right? We left the military thinking, as I said, we were supermen with capes. Um, we could do nothing wrong, nothing wrong and everything was going to be successful. 
But I can tell you that somebody gave me an analogy, and I don't know if I can say this the right way or not, but if you come up to a snow-laden minefield, you can walk across the side of the field that has no, no footprints in it, or you can walk across the side of the minefield that has footprints all the way across to the other side, outside the field. We're giving you an opportunity that there's an experience here that we've walked through that minefield. And we've stepped on some mines, and we've backed up, and we've made the path across because we know what it takes. There is no obligation for a veteran to call us up. I want to make sure that's perfectly clear on this. There's no cost, no obligation. It's not like, you know, you have to come up and you have to do all these other things uh, or pay all these prices to meet with us. We'll talk to any veteran. We'll put you into this program. Uh, If what we have today doesn't fit your needs, we will tailor a career success package that's geared for what you want. Because as Dave said, we're modifying these based on the skills and needs. You may come in and want to take project management. You may have a couple of the skills already in there, like team building. We'll put you through lean process, Six Sigma. We'll put you through risk management, creative problem solving. We may augment that with something else. We may talk to your employer where you want to work, and we may say, Hiring this veteran, what skills should they have that you will look at them first? And once they have these skills, they'll bring more value to the organization. And they may come up with another five or six different types of workshops. We'll simply pull that from our over 200 um, 200 course workshops that we have today and tailor it for you. So please, I mean, I can't stress this enough. There is no fee, no obligation to reach out to us and say, guys, what the heck is going on? I want to get a job out there. I'm having some problems. What can you do to help me out? And I promise you, we'll work with you and do what it takes to help make you successful in your career. Yeah, that, that's great, Paul. I think it really is important for, for everybody to understand that if you're a veteran in transition or you're still on active duty and, and getting ready to make that transition, we're here to help you at no cost to you. Now, what we, we are a business, and we still have to figure out how to get some revenue and something, but we've put our, vi- our vision and our mission together in a very purposeful way. I mentioned purpose is one of those things that oftentimes is a challenge for veterans to find in the civilian workforce. Purpose is built into what we do, and one of the things that we're, we're doing, especially when we're working with employers, I'll go back to the employer designation program that Paul mentioned. What we're trying to do with that program is really establish the benchmarks for employers to, and, and, and also to, for the veterans to give some stratification for the employers that are out there. Everybody understands veteran-friendly. It's a very uh, almost overused term. So we're trying to break that down and give levels of, of uh, engagement with the veteran community. And the, that employer, employer designation program is how we do that, through an assessment. Now, one of the things that we have set up is that there is, there is a fee going to be associated with employers who go through that assessment. But a portion of that fee goes to pay for the services that we offer to transitioning service members. So if, we, if you're, as an employer, want to get that, get, that, get that benchmark, just kind of see where you're at, see where you might need to improve, and at the same time, Show your support financially for veterans. We got it all wrapped up into one nice package. The cool thing right now is that we are totally uh, at, at this point in time. We're we're uh, looking for sponsors for that as well. Um, if you just want to help us with this mission in terms of reaching out to veterans and offering that skill set, sponsorship is great as well. 
but uh, the employer designation program now and until uh, October 9th, we're waiving the application fee for that. So we want to get some traction with this. We want to get some employers into the database because we're also using it as that, like I said, those benchmarks and seeing what is what is the successful organizations that are really doing that. And we want these employers to get to the point where they're at the veteran-focused level that they're really setting the stage and setting the standard for companies out there who are looking to be employers of choice for the veteran community. And one of the sponsors that we're currently working with right now is Veterans Association of North County. Uh, they've committed to, to work with us and provide some of that free training uh, to, the, to the veterans. And again, you can support directly to Vance. Um, and uh, Paul is, is, uh, can give you the information on that. He's, uh, he's very closely affiliated with that organization. But they, they're the ones that can, are directly uh, providing services through what we offer for the veterans in not only San Diego County, but because of COVID things, since everybody's online, we can actually offer it across the U.S. Paul, anything you want to add to that? No, I think, Dave, that's spot on. I think uh, you've covered everything, and I think, um, you know, I, I, I think we've uh, kind of given our emotion that why we believe in this program so much and why we believe in supporting these veterans. And I think the key thing here is why we're different. And I want people to take that take away from that, that we're providing this training for veterans, uh, but it's transformation. And we're not a transition group. And, and for our fellow transition groups out there, we love you. We support you. We believe in you. Um, what we do is we augment those transition groups and we provide support to them as well. And our goal is to make sure their goal is to get the veterans into a job. Our goal is to make sure veterans stay in the jobs or get in the jobs that they want. So I think, I think Dave, with this has summed it up pretty, pretty well. Great. Thank you so much, Dave and Paul. That has been very useful information for our veterans today. Um, we want to go ahead and wrap up today's podcast by providing you with our contact information. So if you do want to reach out to us or want more information, visit our website at vetsbeyondtheuniform.com or you can email us at training at vetsbeyondtheuniform.com. Again, thank you for joining us for today's podcast, and we hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Same here. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.